In Southeast Agnet Tag and Review for the week ending October the 14th, well, Georgia Commissioner of Agriculture Gary Black joined Georgia Farm Bureau President Gerald Long to tour farming operations in Tattnall, Screven, and Evans counties in an effort to assess damage acquired by Hurricane Matthew. Black said, after surveying the damage, I think it's safe to say that it's certainly not as bad as it could have been, but it is quite a bit worse than we expected it to be. Pecans were one of the hardest-hit commodities in the region, with many farmers losing up to one-third of their operation. Many of the downed pecan trees were over 100 years old, and it takes at least seven years for a new tree to start producing. The cotton crop was also vulnerable to the storm, especially those fields that were near the harvest. The high winds drove much of the fiber to the ground for a total loss or tangled the cotton, making it much harder to extract clean lead during the ginning process. The quality was also affected by the soaking rains, resulting in less desirable lint, which will fetch a less than desirable price. Hurricane Matthew did cause challenges also for Vidalia onion growers. The wind and rain damaged some of the seed beds, forcing farmers to find alternative sources for their plants. Well, in information provided by the Alabama Cattlemen's Association this past week, they note the Alabama Department of Transportation has approved their request for a special drought emergency declaration for hay hauling. Permits are available for loads up to 12 foot wide, 14 foot high, and up to 80,000 pounds on five axles, and the permit fees have been waived. All you have to do is call the permit office at 1-800-499-2782. That's 1-800-499-2782. And this all stems from the fact that they have launched an online hay listing to address the urgent need for hay the livestock producers are experiencing during the current drought conditions in Alabama. The Alabama Department of Agriculture and Industries, in cooperation with the Alabama Agribusiness Council, Alabama Cattlemen's Association, Alabama Cooperative Extension System, and Alabama Farmers Federation have launched this online hay listing. So if you have hay or are looking for hay, you need to log on. Well, the Produce Marketing Association's 2016 Fresh Summit Convention and Expo kicked off Friday and runs through the weekend in Orlando, Florida. Attendees will be able to find fresh product and business ideas at every turn from education to the expo. PMA CEO Brian Silverman says it's the biggest one ever. Biggest one ever. It's up about 8% over last year, and last year's has grown several percentage points from before, so we've got over 3,000 exhibitors. People from more than 60 countries, more than 20,000 people from all of those countries. So buyers from afar afield as China, South Africa and Australia, suppliers from all over the world. A whole host of educational sessions talking about trends. I think it's one of the most exciting, if not the most exciting, first summit that we've ever had because um, I think we're finally starting to see a kind of a tipping point in terms of consumer demand. I think the industry's on a real high. Returns to growers have been good the last few years, so people are profitable again for the most part, and that creates a lot of excitement in the industry. Another event that's upcoming is the 2016 Sunbelt Ag Expo. It kicks off this coming Tuesday, October 18th in Moultrie, Georgia. And despite the fact it's been a challenging crop year, show director Chip Blaylock says the harvesting demonstrations will take place like normal. This has been a challenging crop year. We had too much rain in March. We had zero rain in April and May. And then it kind of leveled out in June. We started getting a little rain along and been in pretty good shape since. But it's been an interesting year. We had so much heat over such a long period of time. We didn't necessarily have as many of like 100 degree days, but we had a string of, you know, 50 or 60, 90 degree days, and it just sped everything up, whether it was cotton or peanuts or, or soybeans or corn. 
The harvest has been a little earlier this year. Uh, I know we've harvested more prior to the show than we ever had, but that's not going to slow us down during the show when we'll do harvesting demonstrations in cotton, peanuts, corn, soybeans, the ever-popular hay harvest that we do, and all the demonstrations that go along with it. Well, the October crop reports were released this past week by USDA's National Ag Statistics Service, and there was a decrease in U.S. peanut production. Tyron Spearman has the numbers. USDA's Ag Statistics Service has issued the October crop estimate for peanuts and other commodities. Peanuts now has dropped down a little bit. The production now is down 2% from September, but still up 5% from last year. If realized, production of the nation will be the second highest on record. Harvest area is expected to total 1.59 million acres, unchanged from September, but up 2% from last year. Average yield, they're still saying that uh, if realized, production in Georgia, the largest peanut state, will be the third highest on record. They're holding that at 4,400 pounds. Florida at 3,900 pounds per acre. And Alabama went up 100 pounds to 4,000 pounds per acre. In other crops, corn production is up 11% to 15.1 billion bushels. They're going to average 173 bushels per acre. Soybeans at 4.27 billion bushels. That's up 9% from last year. And cotton forecast at 16,480-pound bales. That's up 24% from last year. I'm Tyron Spearman for Southeast Agnet. Well, Kathy Isom tells us about the healthy benefits of one popular nut. Pecans, or pecans if you prefer, may be best in grandma's pies or rolled in caramel. But eaten raw, pecans are vitamin and mineral powerhouses, and they're getting recognized for their health benefits. Research is showing that the high levels of antioxidants in pecans may play a role in protecting the nervous system and delaying the progression of degenerative conditions such as Alzheimer's disease or ALS. And researchers at Texas A&M University are looking into the pecans' anti-inflammatory properties. Results from a two-year study so far have shown that pecans decrease fat accumulation in fat cells and reduce inflammation in cells, which makes them potentially useful for the treatment of obesity and even the prevention of diseases such as cancer. Pecans, like most nuts, are also high in calories, a whopping 684 calories per cup, so moderation is encouraged for anyone watching their weight. The American Heart Association recommends four to five servings, about a third cup each, per week as part of a balanced diet. I'm Kathy Isom, Southeast Agnet. And to wrap up this week's podcast, Evergrinder talks about fishing being threatened by carp. Did you know that more people fish than play golf, tennis, and basketball all put together? Fishing is one of the oldest sports in America, but fishing is under serious threat. Being overrun by foreign species that have been brought into this country, mostly carp. There are several species of carp now. They all feed on the eggs of domestic breeds. Some carp are tiny. They weigh only a few ounces, but others can grow to 200 pounds. They've been found in Canada. They're in the Mississippi River and lakes and streams all over the eastern third of the United States. It may well be that commercial fish farming will be the only way to produce freshwater fish. Not to mention that recreational fishing will disappear. And get this, nobody knows how the problem started. And that's Ag Review for today. Everett Griner, Southeast Agnet. Those reports and more from this past week can be found on our website, southeastagnet.com. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet.